2: Well, as you expect when there is a new coach hire, there's a lot of news throughout the week regarding uh, new assistant coaches, recruiting stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff breaking. There will be a lot of news until the end of the month with uh, signing day coming up in mid-December. We're joined now by Husker Online, Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. Let's get to uh, right now, I guess, an update on your behalf uh, of the staff that's been put in place for Matt Rule. There's, I guess, nothing been out there by the Huskers yet. It's all been on Twitter. But what do we know right now Regarding the current staff that Matt Rule is bringing in with him,
0: well, yeah, there, there's a lot of names coming. I mean, I think you start with the offensive coordinator Marcus Satterfield um, coming from South Carolina, EJ Barthol, the running backs coach from uh, Connecticut. Yep, um, and, and he's already updated his Twitter bio and pictures to Nebraska uh, defensively. We've got Terrence Knighton, um, who appears to be. Um, the defensive line coach and Evan Cooper in the secondary. So you've got four of the 10. Um, Then there's some other ones. Corey Campbell, strength coach Ed Foley, um, who's a, um, you know, we don't know what his role is going to be, but he's um, been a lot of things in his career. Could he be a on field 10? Maybe Uh, feels more like an analyst type hire. And then uh, one I confirmed last night was Omar Hales, Hmm. um, who, who had been with him at Baylor and other places. He currently is a special teams coach coordinator um, at Eastern University, but was within Carolina and Baylor. Um, so it's slowly but surely coming together, but we know of, a, of at least seven names at this point.
1: Okay, Sean Callahan of HuskerOnline.com. Who, will, will there be anybody retained from Nebraska's staff?
0: That's, that's a million-dollar question. I think we all believe that Mickey could have or will have an opportunity to, be, to retain. The question is you know, are they on the same page with everything? Right. You know, these transitions aren't easy. Um, you know, new coach, new management, new styles. Um, so, you know, financial terms. Um, so those are all questions on on Mickey Joseph and and you know if they can get on the same page. And say the longer this goes, um, you know, I, the, it doesn't have a good feeling about Mickey Joseph right now. I mean, it, that's just cause, you know if he was staying, I, I think they would get on it pretty quick. And we know yesterday was the day that they were going to sit down and talk about things and didn't hear anything yesterday, which, um, you know, I'll be curious where that goes. And hearing, hearing talk that there would be maybe another guy retained, and I don't know who that is. Um, what uh, other coach would another. be retained? Okay. Um, you know, would, would it be Fairroot um, or Riola? Um, you know, who, who is the other guy in play? Um, Sean Becton mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of but you know we think we know that Bill Bush is done um, based on just interactions uh, with Jaden Doss basically tweeted that Bill Bush thanked him and, and wished him luck mm-hmm. uh, we obviously you know Applewhite's done mm-hmm. we know Whipple's done um, so you, know, you, you kind of have a good idea where it's heading but Will there be anyone else retained or potentially retained? That's the question.
2: Regarding Mickey, Sean, we have not seen the exodus of players uh, announcing they're going to transfer yet from Nebraska, but if he is found to not stay at Nebraska, do you expect that day or soon thereafter to hear a lot of news of guys saying, I'm leaving or I'm decommitting from Nebraska, regarding him specifically?
0: Well, yeah, a lot of the guys have gotten to us. um, The big question is quarterback William Watson. Brian Munson on Husker Online has a really good – Uh, breakdown of just who's communicated with us who's made noise um you know one way or the other and the ones that we haven't heard back from are William Watson Brock Knutson I'm not worried about him um necessarily I think they're just kind of sitting back being careful Hayden Moore that's a big one and then two Mickey Joseph receivers O'Marion Miller and Barry Jackson I mean those are um the guys that we haven't heard from Ben Bramer Um, will will not be visiting Lincoln on the weekend of December 9th. You're allowed to take another official visit to spend time with the coaches. Has said, he's not interested in doing another visit. He is supposed to be visiting Iowa State, um, so that's still one to watch. Arnold Barnes is a Mickey guy, an Applewhite guy, but, boy, he wants to be at Nebraska. He's made a lot of tweets. In fact, he even uh, tweeted at the new running back's coach last night. So. Uh, that's a young man that wants to be here at Nebraska and, and rule, I believe has said he'll honor all the current commits
1: Arnold Barnes. So he does want to be part of this, Sean, you've noticed in these four hires that Matt rule has made, they're all, all guys that he's been with. Does that surprise you? Or is that just what we you, you, you just expect nowadays or all
0: that's just typically how it goes. Um. I mean, you hire guys you know. Right. <laughs> I hired you because I've known you 20 years, Sybil. I yeah. mean, it's... Yeah. Um, it's amazing
1: that you did that knowing me for 20 years. Come <laughs> to think of it, but... Um, <laughs> I had a good but it, Go
0: ahead, Sean. You know, it's, um, it's one of those things I, I know people always like, oh, are they... You know, But Matt Rule's been around a long time. He knows a lot of people um, that he's coached with that have been tied with him, et cetera, so... Um, you know, it's one of those things, um, that it's not a surprise when you look at how many different people he's worked with and knows, and he's had success with a lot of these guys.
1: Sean Callahan joins us from Huskeronline.com. Sean. Okay. A lot of Kool-Aid regarding Matt Rule, uh, a lot. And he, he had a very impressive introductory news conference. What are your reservations? I mean, what, is there anything that con- it could just be one thing? Is it what, do you have a concern about this hire?
0: Um, I don't know if there's any concern because <laughs> he, he's proven it twice now at two different places that have been in really low positions, Baylor and, and Temple. And he's been able to get them in the case of Temple to win the conference. In the case of Baylor, um, they lost in the championship game to an Oklahoma team that had Jalen hurts, uh, but they still played in the sugar bowl. So you know, he, he's proven that obviously the NFL um, thing, you know, spoils a little bit of things with his coaching as of late, but a lot of great college guys have not done it in the NFL. Saban couldn't get it done in the NFL. Um, Pete Carroll at one time got fired at the NFL, went to USC, then came back to the NFL. You go down the line, Steve Spurrier, um, the NFL, Urban Meyer is a different place for college coaches. and um, He had some things that, COVID and other things that got in the way of kind of the start of his career. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I, I think you wonder, like, why did it work? But it just didn't work for a lot of guys that came to the NFL from college.
2: Sean, we've had a discussion in the last couple of days regarding uh, expectations for Matt Rule. Now, he's the second highest paid coach in the conference. Uh, eight years, 74 mil, 90% is guaranteed per Trev Alberts at the side session on Monday. But again, we don't know what the what the portal looks like, what he's got for recruits, but who stays, who sticks around. Uh, can you put expectations on year one, at least right now, for him or not?
0: Uh, until we know the roster and what it's going to look like, the quarterback and hmm. the staff, it's really hard to know. I mean you know, there's so much of college football is going to change starting Monday, uh, when that transfer portal opens up and uh we'll have a better idea of some of the players that are staying, going, et cetera. We kind of know O'Shawn Mathis is going right now.
1: Looks like he um, said he's 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 leaning that way.
0: Leaning um, what about Garrett Nelson? Mm-hmm. You know what's his plans? Um, you know we know Trey Palmer's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Marcus Washington, big Mickey mm-hmm. Joseph guy? Um, what's mm-hmm. his plan? Mm-hmm. you know the one- time transfer rule, you can't transfer again unless you graduate, so there's there's things that would be tough for another guy to transfer, but you know we, we just need to know this roster and, and and what the pieces are going to look like uh, moving forward.
2: Sean, always good stuff. thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Hey thanks, guys. Good stuff. Husker online. Sean Callahan. I mean that that's that's a big question regarding the actual I mean, there's so many skill players that were tied to Mickey Joseph. As as Sean said, Trey Palmer, of course, we all know is gone to the NFL no matter what happens. Marcus Washington was turned into a good receiver this season. Uh that's Mickey Joseph's ties. Um and, and look at guys that you know, think about a running back, Sip. I mean, A. J. Allen was a Brian Applewhite guy. That's a guy we that we were curious about oh, yeah. early, got hurt. Right. I mean, he he was tied to Brian Applewhite, who is no longer going to be with the program. I'm, I'm no
1: longer curious about AJ
2: Allen. I know what yeah. I know. He, I mean,
1: I thought before AJ, right before AJ Allen got hurt, he was on the same plane as Anthony Grant. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he, they're different runners, but I thought AJ Allen was every bit as effective, and I think he had the sort of momentum that he was going to pass Anthony Grant.
2: It's unfortunate he got hurt. Uh, it is. But he's also a Brian Applewhite guy. O'Shawn Mathis tweeted yesterday that he is
1: leaning toward the draft, the NFL draft. He wants to talk to Mickey first. O'Shawn really came on strong late in the year. Sure did. But numbers very pretty ordinary. 50 tackles, five TFLs, three and a half sacks, six quarterback hurries. I mean, compare that to, oh, I mean, we can do the Randy Gregory comparison. Randy Gregory in in 2013, 19 TFLs, 19 TFLs, ten and a half sacks. Mm. That's that's 10 starts. Okay, 66 tackles. How about 18 quarterback hurries? I mean, O'Shaun's numbers were more like Jason Anchor's. Jason Ankara, yeah. um, Jason Ankara in 2013, I mean, actually had nine tackles for loss to O'Shawn's five, Dang. Um, four sacks to O'Shawn's three and a half, four quarterback hurries to O'Shawn's three. I mean, Ankara, I, 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 he might have played a little he bit was, in the He NFL. was a fringe NFL player, fringe yeah, NFL yeah, with the player. Texans for a while. So that's what we're talking about, probably, is O'Shawn. O'Shawn. seems like a fringe guy right now, right? With those
2: numbers, yeah. Yeah. Mailbag and Song of the Day is next on Early Break in the Ticket.